13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. Join Coach Robinson and David Grimm as they talk Lake Nona High football. Join the conversation at 407 553 Nona or on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Nona.fm. Now, here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. Uh, all right happy halloween it is october 31st we are coming to you live from lime fresh mexican grill just next to the campus of lake nona high school off of narcusi road you are listening to the exit 13 sports coach robinson show brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon dr vonda wright to call and participate in tonight's show you can dial 407-553 nona that's 407 407- Five five three six 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 two. It is. Uh, we just finished week nine, right, Coach? Actually, like week eight, week nine, all jumped into one. It felt like six weeks in <laughs> one week. Three games in eight days, and we're obviously going to talk about the Boone game from last Tuesday. We'll talk about uh, last Friday's game as the Lions travel to Winter Haven. Uh, lots to talk about. Uh, we have two player the games that will. We'll, uh, one, one that's here with us live uh, and one that was unable to join us, but we'll talk about both of them. We got homecoming coming up this Friday as uh, the Lions will host Evans High School. And we also have our sponsor, Dr. Vonda Wright, who will be joining us uh, around 740 tonight. So it is Halloween night. That means the end of October. Uh, that means cold weather's coming, right? Yeah, I looked at it like 10 days out. It doesn't look like a lot of cold weather is coming down anytime soon. So This is the worst we'll time. We'll stick in this in 85 degree. It's the worst time to live in Florida, that's for sure. So, Well, uh, you're here tonight because your little one is not quite trick-or-treat age, right? Uh, you know, he. I think he's going out with some of his cousins tonight, you know. Uh, but that, yeah, that's we, your, that, we're maybe that's, a year or two away from the craziness of it all. I think that's candy for you. Am I right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so he had his first sucker the other day. He, he was all about that. So I remember when my kids had like their first ice cream. Uh, definitely. Uh, yeah. They like their eyes light I up. I mean, they're just like me because I love ice cream. I could eat it pretty <laughs> much as a food group morning, day and night. So. Um, but again, we're here to talk Lake Nona High School football season is winding down. Uh, it was a tough eight days as the Lions played three games in eight days. They uh, looked to 
make a run at the district championship. And on Tuesday this past week, we traveled to Boone High School to take on the Braves. It's a Tuesday night special. Uh, game got started off a little, little tough uh, for multiple reasons. Number one, uh, the running back for the Boone High School Braves was able to kind of get some uh, big gains, scored a couple touchdowns, but uh, more importantly, some uh, challenges with some injuries for your team. Uh, first, I think it was second or third play of the game, quarterback A.J. Miller went down. Um, and then shortly after that, you know, someone that's been such a pivotal player for the Lions this year, uh, scoring touchdowns, picking up tough yardage. Uh, we've had him here on the player of the game here on the Exit 13 Sports. Coach Robinson show. Danny Savalas went down with an injury. Um, and so definitely adversity hits you right in the right. face early on. So uh, go go through those that are listening and those here to hear tonight. What was the mentality as a coach? Because you know, like, you know, there's the realistic part of coaching but at the same time, you're, you're trying to play a game, keeping your kids up mentally right. in the game, not, not um, too distracted by the injuries of the key players there. So, so what did you say to the guys as, you know, Danny was carted off the field and uh, A.J. was out and, you know, the game plan kind of took a little bit of a change? Yeah, I think uh, anytime you watch two of your really important players go off the field there in the first quarter and in, in, it didn't look like either one of them was going to be able to return. Obviously, you know that's a tough hit mentally. It didn't help that we were already down fourteen nothing. I think when that happened, so it's definitely frustrating for the players. You know, you can definitely you could feel the kind of the walls pressuring in. You know, caving in a little bit on everybody and just kind of like wow, you know, tonight is crazy. You know, and uh, you know I, is that, there was definitely a little bit of stunness there. I don't know that. I don't know if there, there's anything a coach could say. I think it was really important that there a couple key players said the right things in those moments, and the coaches really didn't have to. And I think that kind of speaks to the culture and the the stuff that we've been through this season. You know, our player of the game for that game, uh, James. You know, he stepped up in that moment. And I remember Jan Danny was kind of getting about to get carded or put on the cart, and they were kind of putting the air cast on him and. It was obvious that it was going to be serious and he wasn't going to be able to play the rest of the game. And James just, uh, we had the offense off to the side, and James just looked at everybody and he was like, I'm going to play. I'm going to give you everything I got. You know, and obviously he was already playing both ways, uh, or he was going to have to play both ways the rest of the game, and he was on almost every special team as well. And, um, you know, and it was, it was one of those authentic moments, you know, where, um, maybe a slow clap could have popped off or something like that you know it was kind of a cool thing to see as a coach but it was honest and he was just uh and, and it, it it lifted the group up really in the moment ever and everybody kind of just kind of tripped back at him yeah we got you we got you we're gonna keep playing so you know it was like that the rest of the first half and uh, we just kept battling they played much better than we did and we um you know, didn't didn't show a much sign of life there on offense. So it was that you know we got a gap that we still have to close, and and we'll work hard to get that done this off season. So just a reminder, you're listening to Exit 13 Sports, Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by Orthopedic Sports Surgeon Dr. Fonda Wright. You can dial 
407-553 Nona. That's 407-553-6662 to ask Coach Robinson a question. So uh, early injuries obviously took a big hit on uh, when it comes to the you know quarterback position, running back position. But just like uh, in other moments this season, uh, freshman quarterback Carter Emanuel he steps right, right into the game. Uh, was taking some huge hits. Yeah, we weren't protecting him very well, and we were having to throw the football predictably, right, because right. of the score. So it was making it a a challenge to uh, to keep him to keep him healthy. You know, he was definitely taking some hits. So as the game kind of went on, it, it did settle down a little bit, and, and he did a little better job of get you know getting it yeah. out a little quicker too. But yeah, I mean, the guy's battled. He's gone into the last two games here with. You know, not having all the, our weapons available, and he's had to kind of play above, you know, what would normally be asked of a freshman. So he's accepted the challenge. He's never blinked, you know, and I really like that about him. You know, and he's a great kid, and he has a, a quiet way of leading. Uh, I think the quietness will dissipate over time, you know, as he becomes older and, and the team becomes his, which, you know, really it really is now already, and we've kind of talked about that. But, you know, as he as he matures, you know, and goes through this offseason, has a whole offseason with the team. I think that we'll see him really start to step to the front here as the as the leader of the program, him and James. And it'll be important for those guys to do that as well. And the big thing that we kept mentioning at halftime and um, throughout the second half was for the team to come, you know, get past that first half and everything that happened and just have positive things happen. And to me, the entire second half was that. It was making plays, kids still – still fighting mm-hmm. and then that that last you know quarter you know running clock it's really hard to get something going when you don't have a whole lot of time but there's 21 points you scored i think it was about eight minutes of time actual clock time um you know you had those few onside kicks that you recovered i know coach johnson over there on the other sideline was was pissed off that his kids couldn't recover that so um you know Obviously, they're going to continue and play on into the playoffs. So it's something that they wanted to work on on his side. Uh, you know, you mentioned uh, James Wong touchdown run, uh, nice pass from Carter Emanuel to Zane Henry, who had another touchdown reception on the season there, and then the the long fumble recovery. I think it was almost sixty yards, maybe. Yeah. Uh, that um, James added to. Uh, to me, finishing the, the game off on a high note, you know, the, got the crowd excited. The kids obviously were excited. Um, and any time you have that adversity, what you just want to see is your kids overcoming that. So, um, you know, I'm sure that is something for you as a head coach you're, you're excited to see and, you know, probably have some young kids in there. And at one point, Boone had taken their starters out on defense, but then they put them back in. Uh, you know, to make sure that they got some stops. So I think that's a testament to what your kids were doing there in the second half. So I think anytime you're faced with those getting punched in the mouth situations, you know, it's just you have two choices. You run or you fight, you know, and that's really it. And uh, I was proud of our guys. You know, they nobody blinked and no one quit playing, you know, and I think that's always important. You see, I don't know, the young guys today – you see some of that, you know, in the day-to-day stuff where it's easy to just be like, this is hard, I'm going to do something else. Uh, you know, the, maybe the video game mindset where I'm getting beat, so I'm just going to hit reset, you know. 
or, or they call it a rage quitting when you quit online, right? When you're playing a game, so the, you can't do that in a real football game. You know, you you could you could say, coach, I'm not going back in, or you can go out there and keep fighting. And uh, I was proud of the team, man. I, I think it speaks to the coaches that we have, the culture that we've built in a short amount of time, the leaders that we have. That you know, everybody is wired the right way, and. Um, I think we'll see more more fight from these guys as we finish up here and we, and we head into next year. And the best is still in front of us, I do believe that, but we've had some great moments this year, and I think that'll be important for us to focus on. What a great analogy you use for the, the video games. Um, and, you know, sometimes in life you had a struggle, right? It's the struggle that you go through, and this is what football teaches and really all athletics, the life lessons uh, that these young men and the young ladies that, that compete in – in different various sports, uh, the team aspect, the sacrifice it takes, the the hard work, the overcoming the obstacles, um, the failure. Because the reality is, there's always going to be a team that loses, and so every game you have the opportunity that you're you're going to fail right. uh, or potentially win and win with grace, mm-hmm. and also know that one victory doesn't necessarily mean that that you've achieved what you're you're set out to. So. Um, Good stuff, good stuff. Well, we're going to take our first break. Uh, When we come back, we'll talk to our first player of the week, um, our Lime Fresh Mexican Grill player of the week. Uh, We'll talk to him in just a few minutes. Uh, Just a reminder, listen to Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. We are live from Lime Fresh Mexican Grill right off Narcusi Road next to the campus of Lake Nona High School. We'll be right back. Dr. Vonda Wright is Lake Nona's elite orthopedic sports medicine surgeon and has cared for athletes and active people for more than 20 years. University of Pittsburgh football, Pittsburgh Penguins, Olympic teams, PGA tournaments trust Dr. Wright. Dr. Wright treats active people of all ages and skill levels using minimally invasive orthopedic techniques. Located in Lake Nona Performance Club, call today for same day, next day, and telehealth appointments at 407-965-4114. That's 407-965-4114. Oh my gosh, look at your nails. Who did them? Organic Nails and Spa on Narcuzzi across from the high school. Wow. They are always so attentive, experienced, and friendly. I've heard that. Mm -hmm. Their professional staff knows how to give me the attention I deserve. Absolutely. And they only use products that are environmentally friendly. Really? Call Organic Nails and Spa today for your appointment, 407-270-5080. Across the street from Lake Nona High on Narcuzzi. Call 407-270-5080. This is Lions Country. Nona.fm. Hi, it's Curtis. Join me every weekday morning, 6 till 10 a.m. here on Nona.fm. We talk about what's happening around Lake Nona, across Central Florida, and around the world. Join us every weekday, 6 till 10 a.m. here on Nona.fm. We are back with the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. Join the conversation at 407-553-NONA. Now here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. You're the whole world and the world is mine. I don't know if y'all heard in that first segment. That, what was that machine? Was that the margarita machine? Yeah. Or the, the lime? Really is that the limeade machine? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the margarita machine <laughs> or, or milkshakes. I don't know. All right, we're back. You're listening to Exit 13 Sports. Coach Robinson Show brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, Dr. Vonda Wright. 
this is David Graham. You're here with Coach Jason Robinson from the Lake Nona High School varsity football team head coach. And always, every week, we talk Lake Nona High School football here at Lime Fresh Mexican Grill. And our next segment, we're going to feature our player of the week, as always, uh, dual plays both sides. I think defense or is a linebacker, outside linebacker, sometimes a safety, maybe cornerback, put you wherever they need you. And then most recently, of course, because of the injury to Danny Savalas this uh, past Tuesday, uh, you had to step in there and tote the rock for the majority of the, the game there. Um, as you guys travel to Boone. So welcome, James Mesador, our Lime Fresh Mexican Grill Player of the Week. Congratulations to you, James. How are you tonight? Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. And um, I feel great tonight. Uh, coming off a little, a little sore knee, but uh, I feel good tonight. Feel ready to go for next week. So where's your Halloween costume at? Um, I'm a superstar for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's hilarious. Well, you had 11 carries, 92 yards, a touchdown on the ground. You also had a uh, fumble, not really a fumble recovery, but you stripped the ball from the running back, if I'm, if I'm correct there. I think that was almost 60 yards. You scored on that play. Um, just was a key uh, addition to, to the lineup to help keep the Lions uh, in the second half there when taking on Boone. Uh, obviously... You know, take us through that the beginning of that game. You know, you know, you guys are on the sideline, and you know, it's almost like a balloon, right? You have this balloon is blown up, and then someone takes a needle and just pops it, right? And lose, you just get deflated basically uh, as a team. You know, to lose, you know, two of your teammates there, uh, key parts of the offense. Um, what was your mentality? And, and coach kind of alluded to it. Some of the things you said to your to the team after Danny came out the field. Um, but a, a, as an individual and then, of course, as a team, where was your mindset at that point um, when those two guys went down? Um, well, it was frustrating at first because defensively we were struggling. We were struggling to stop them, and we were struggling to score as well. So when it happened originally, um, the first thing that went through my mind was just – the first thing that went through my mind was just uh, we got we to gotta fix it. Like, he's hurt, but – you know, we got we to gotta push through it. So I told my O-line and I told my offense that we're going to get right. Then I'm going to give y'all everything I got. And all I ask is for the same thing in return. And, and we're going to eventually, we're going to score this game. We're going to score this game. And we're going to compete. So, you know, you did what you had to do individually. You, you were running hard on the ground. I, I remember seeing a couple of runs. You had a nice, you know, little quick little fake and then get up the field. Just like Danny. Danny gets up the field, you know, right now, and I felt like you didn't do a whole lot of dancing. It was one move, and you're, you're downhill, and, and I'm sure that's how you guys are coached up. And it's important because at any moment, you know, you're not going to break every play. So you want to get positive yards. You know, we used to say 3.33 yards a game, uh, a play. And if you do that, you're going to get a first down, right? Um, but, you know, that quick first step, uh, you know, how hard is it for you because – you know, obviously, Danny, he's, he gets most of the carries as a senior, and, and um, you, you spend most of your time on defense. Sometimes you come in, play offense, get the, uh, get the ball. I know against um, Oak Ridge, you came there at the end and got some of those carries. Uh, 
how how did you prepare yourself because you didn't know that was going to happen right so how how do you always make sure that you're ready to take you know to step in uh and be ready regardless of the reason uh to perform on the field how do you prepare yourself that way uh, fortunately for me um i'm always ready due to my coach coach eddie morero and coach robinson they always have me taking offensive reps during uh, during practice so I already know all the, uh, the playbook. Um, I'm already familiar with my O-line, and I'm familiar with game speed, game speed reps during practice. So fortunately, I didn't really have to get ready. I just had to step up. Steph, you know, this past uh, Saturday, UCF's quarterback, John Rice Plumley, he goes down. Mikey Keene jumps right in there, leads uh, UCF to victory over number 20 Cincinnati. He did the same thing last year. Uh, when at the end of the Louisville game uh, back then, that was Dylan Gabriel. He got hurt again, just steps right in. UCF, you know, has a fairly successful t- season after that. That starting quarterback goes down, beats the Gators in the Gasparilla Bowl. So, I think you know, it, big key players always step up in those moments that they're needed. Right? Um, they do what they have to do, and that's testament to you and, and your performance and being able to step in there, you know, against a high-quality team uh, in the Boom Braves, obviously um, district champions for 2022. Uh, so you and I know each other from Innovation Middle School. I coached you over there when we ran track. Uh, any plans to participate in another sport after this football season is over? Yeah, after – after football season, I plan on running track. I'm not sure what I'm going to run yet, but, you know, we'll see. And uh, I also plan on doing weightlifting as well. Now, did you run track last year? No, I did not. Okay. So it's good to see you getting back, you know, something that you do and do very well. I believe if you, if I remember correctly, you ran the 100 with us uh, over at Innovation. Also, 100 relay, I believe. Maybe the 200 also. Is that yeah, right? And the long jump? 200, 100, 4x1 and long jump. There you go. So, uh, already an impact player, athlete, you know, in your middle school years over there at Innovation. So, you're a junior. Uh, coach, what do you see for him coming, you know, into this off season, And uh, what role do you plan to have James be a part of next year as – you know, he, he goes into his senior year. Obviously, this is uh, a very important offseason for him, both right. getting bigger, faster, stronger, as well as the opportunities to expose himself both through digital media, potentially unofficial visits, uh, things of that nature. Um, how do you see him in being a, an impact on the field and also, you know, those opportunities that he might see off the field? Yeah, I think James is one of the best athletes in the school, man. You know, and, and it's pretty obvious when you come out to the game. Guys scored in the last couple of games. He scored on us on special teams, on offense, and on defense. Um, so he's an impact player. He's an athlete. It really doesn't matter where you put him. He's going to be able to make plays. He can. It's kind of a Swiss Army knife for us this year on defense. Like you said, he played multiple positions, mostly in the secondary, but. The way we play our linebackers is he plays a position called star, and that's kind of our hybrid outside linebacker slash nickel guy. And he's done a great job with that as well. So it allows him to play in the box, but also play in coverage. And, um, you know, that's where you put your best athlete. That's, that's where the guy goes, you know. And, and uh, you know, he's embraced that role. 
And uh, he kind of had to learn the role because he hadn't done that before. So you saw some of that here early in the season where he was getting comfortable being there. Um, but as you saw him get more and more comfortable, you saw him flash more and more and more, right, in, in the game. So, you know, I think uh, he'll, he'll be an athlete. He'll be a two-way guy for us next year. I see him, you know, trying to get him, get him the ball as many different ways as possible. He's also a really good receiver too, you know. And uh, he may be just as good a receiver as he is a, as a running back or, or a star. So it'll be important for us to find ways to use him, you know. And he's not the only guy. You know, we got Dylan. We're going to talk about Dylan here in a minute as well. A guy that uh, can play multiple positions. And um, we got some talent. You know, we just got to, as coaches, you find the right ways to use him, right? But what a thing I love about James is he doesn't really, if he does care, he doesn't say anything. He, do, he hasn't really made a campaign to play any certain thing. He just wants to help the team. And I think the way he phrased that a minute ago where he said um, all he had to do was step up because he was already ready. And I think that was that's really important. You know, as a young player, underclassman, a lot of times those guys don't get that yet. And they have to experience before they get it. And for him to be mature enough to understand that that could potentially happen and he'd be ready for that moment, that speaks a lot about, A, how he's raised, and then also, you know, how he prepares mentally um, as an as a athlete and as a person, you know. he takes He's a very serious guy. Um, I think he keeps to himself a little bit just because, you know, I don't think he wants to get caught up in some of the foolishness of uh, teenagers. It'd be easy to get caught up in foolishness these days. You know, there's a lot of distractions. And uh, he has clear plans and goals. And he's a college football player in the, in the making, you know, and I don't see any reason why uh, he wouldn't be able to accomplish those dreams. Uh, only he can stop him, you know, and I think that's really for us as coaches and as coaches, we just have to be here to push him, keep him, keep his mind right and, and give him the space to be successful. And that's what we're going to do. And I think the, the word that comes to mind for me with James is focused yeah. Um, you talk about not being distracted by some of that noise that's out there. So um, as, as a former college coach, right, you would have some, some understanding of this. You know, we mentioned James is, is an athlete. He's a utility guy. He can play all positions. Well, not all positions, but he plays multiple positions, receiver, running back, uh, linebacker, outside linebacker, corner, safety. Um, do you think that's an advantage or a disadvantage when in the recruiting process? Or is it, you know, any do college coaches really just look at um, those intangibles, you know, speed, uh, the, the quality of kid, you know, some of the things that they can do on the field, but not necessarily at one position or another. Um, do you think being that kind of player uh, helps you? Because it maybe gives you an opportunity you can go to different. Because if you're only getting recruited as a running back, but there's a school that, you know, potentially would pick you up but they need a receiver, you're out of luck, right? But if you can play running back, receiver, played secondary, um, might give you an advantage. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's a huge advantage. You know, I, I remember sitting in recruiting meetings with the recruiting staff and with Coach Napier at University of Louisiana, and it was always conversations about potential. You know, how's the guy wired? What kind of potential does he have? What room for growth does he have? And it was all about projectability, not necessarily what they were now, but what could they be. Right. And, you know, I think James, the, the beautiful part about James is wherever he goes, he makes plays. You know, you can, you can take guys and force them to be multiple 
play multiple positions, right? And, and for some guys, it's like you can tell that guy's out of position, right? But he has to play that for the team to have the best chance to win. When you take jams and you move them, he he looks natural at each one. And and to me, when I'm if I was watching film as a college coach, that would be the, the differential that I would want to see, right? He looks natural there. He can be running back. He could be a receiver. He could go play star. He can play corner. He can play safety. Um, so that's going to give him a huge advantage over the guy that can only do one or two things. And he can also return kicks, you know, and I think that's really important too because as a, as a college recruiter, you're recruiting guys that may not be able to get on the field year one, year two, but how can they help your team? Yeah. So to be able to go out there and play in a four-core special team position early on in your college career, that makes you a lot more um, a lot more recruitable as well in the beginning of the process. So, yeah, I, I think uh, this will be a really important offseason for James. He's not the only one, him, Dylan, and there's some other guys here in this junior class, uh, Charles Emanuel, who have some lots of interest, but they got to go put a little more weight on here. We got to have a great spring, and then we got to get them out and, and uh, get them in front of these coaches and and we'll have quite a few, quite a few coaches come through here as well. You know, being 15 minutes from the airport, that makes it easy to stop here. We're the largest school in Orange County. Another reason to stop here. We have great academics. Another reason to stop here. And we have great football players. And we have great people. Every person I brought you this season, right, as player of the game, oh. has been a great human being. Absolutely. And so that's why they're having success because they're great human beings and they prepare and they do the little things right. And uh, so. I mean, it's uh, we've already had co- coaches coming through during the season, and uh, you know I'm not going to get into all that, but you know it's already happening, and I know they didn't stop it everywhere. There's a lot of schools near here, and they didn't go there; they came here. So, with that being said, we'll leave that where it is. But you know, it's going to be an exciting off season, but an important one. And uh, the mantra "No days off, 24/7, got to be about it," all that stuff. That's gonna all these guys are going to get tested here to see if they're really sure if that's really important to them. Good stuff. Somebody's getting a call. <laughs> we got margarita machines and phone calls going on here. Well, maybe it's Dr. Ray. We'll see. But, uh, well, James, congratulations to you for being named the player of the week. We always give all those players of the week an opportunity to uh, give thanks to those individuals who have been uh, an impact on them, made an impact on them, whether it be family, friends, coaches, anybody in their life that they want to shout out to, give a thanks to. This is your opportunity to do that. So uh, take 30 seconds to a minute to, um, to give thanks to those individuals. I want to thank a lot of people, um, especially Coach J-Rob for giving me the opportunity to play. Coach Marrero for coaching me up. Um, I want to thank Danny too. Because anytime I was, I didn't know uh, the plays like slice, kick, you know, some of the not as basic things. He tell me, you know, e- uh, immediately in the in the locker room. So I want to thank him for that for real. I want to thank my O line too, because they created a lot of holes for me to run through and for me to bounce out. And my receivers for blocking. They they really pulled through. They pulled through when I needed them. So I want to thank them all for that. And you want to thank. And I want to thank my mom. There I you love go. her. <laughs> <laughs> I never seen him to get slapped during the show, but I think he was about to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, well, congratulations once again to our Lime Fresh Mexican Grill Player of the Week, James Mesador Jr. 
uh, running back, cornerback, safety, receiver, all those plays, outside linebacker. Uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you this Friday as well as next season and all that you're going to accomplish. So uh, congrats to you. Uh, we will be right back. Once again, you're listening to Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. We'll be right back. At Noir, the nail bar of Lake Nona, we tell amazing stories with nails. Nails are our passion. For a special event or if you just want to look good every day, Noir, the nail bar can design your nails to reveal your beauty. Come in, relax with a variety of refreshments, manicure, pedicure, and waxing. Find us just south of Laureate Park Boulevard on Narcoosie. For an appointment, call 407-313-3122. That's 407-313-3122. Voice Connects is a cloud-based telephone system built for today's Florida business, developed for the work-from-home world with the ability to communicate anywhere. Florida-based staff provide complete setup, training, and ongoing support. Voice Connects is easy to use, feature-rich, and future-proof. Save up to 65% over traditional business telephone service. Request a free no-obligation communications consultation today. Call 321-800-3888 or visit voiceconnects.com. Playing a better variety of music. Nona.fm. Pristine Spas, voted the number one day spa. For a limited time, we are offering a Swedish massage or signature facial for just $55 with trained and licensed spa professionals. Our philosophy is to create a unique experience while giving your mind and body a fresh start you deserve. Call Pristine Spas Lake Nona today at 407-800-6444. That's 407-800-6444. Or visit us on the web at pristinespas.com. We are back with the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, Dr. Vonda Wright. Join the conversation at 407-553-NONA. Now here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. You're the whole world and the world is mine. All right, we are back once again. You are listening to the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, Dr. Vonda Wright. We are live from Lime Fresh Mexican Grill, just off Narcusi Road, next door to the campus of Lake Nona High School. Uh, just got done talking to James Mesador, our player of the week for week eight, which technically was the game against Boone. Uh, once again, we talked about three games in eight days for the Lions. Uh, tough schedule to have especially late in the season bodies worn out tired um, didn't really have much of a bye week with the hurricane situation going on uh, last month and uh, had to had to travel it's longest trip of the season winter havens probably about almost an hour drive i'm guessing maybe a little bit shorter than that yeah it's on a during a non-traffic time, it's right. an hour, but <laughs> that I-4-27 nonsense is unbelievable. You know, that's, jeez. I-4 getting get fixed. 417. Did you go 417, get off I-4 yes. at the ramp there? That's, yes. that's, that's the worst intersection exit in all of the world, <laughs> yes. in my opinion. But, you know, they say that the ultimate I-4 project uh, I never understood why they didn't deal with the busiest part of the I-4 issues, but apparently that's just in another phase of that expansion down yeah. in I-4. You would thought with Disney being down there, there would be some... You would think there would be some uh, political pressure to yeah. get that done, but uh, 
we'll see. That, in my opinion, is the worst part of I-4 every day, no matter what time of the day. Right. And so, uh, but nonetheless, you guys travel down to Winter Haven. It's a historically, you know, great program. Lake Nona played them early on in the school's history uh, in 2009 and 2010. You know, I looked at the stat line. It's 27-0. Um, fell to the Devils down there in Winter Haven. Uh, it looked like the teams competed both evenly. You know, you and I talked a little bit about it bef um, before the show. Uh, statistically, both teams kind of, you know, evenly on the offensive side, but some, some specific things that, that led yeah. to a tough, tough night on Friday. Uh, so go into that for us. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you just see the final score, you're like, oh, okay, they got yeah. handled. That definitely wasn't the case. It was a very even game. Um, it was seven nothing, I think seven nothing. Pretty much heading into the fourth quarter. I don't know exactly when they scored that second touchdown, but it was really late in the third quarter when it happened. Um, we started the well. We had a chance to. We had a couple chances right in the first half to take to put points on the board and take the lead. Then we had a late chance right before halftime to score and tie the game. We had Timmons caught another deep ball for us and got tackled like right on the one and you know i'm, I'm going to take credit for this one you know for the mishap here I, I thought he scored so i'm yelling you know field goal field goal field goal and and thinking that we you know that we're running the field goal unit out there and then the back judge comes in and like spots the ball on the one well we have one timeout left with 10 seconds so you have to make a split second decision there use the timeout um had I realized he was going to get tackled, how I realized he got tackled on the one, I would have been pushing everybody down to go down and clock it. Uh, with the, them having to go 30, 40 yards to set the chains, we would have had a chance to get set, you know, use a second or two to clock it, and then we would have kept our timeout and been able to run, if we wanted to, run two plays down there and be able to still have the chance to run the ball twice. That's 2020 vision, right? Look, being able to look back after it's over. So I messed that one up. And so we ended up having to use the timeout. And, uh, you know, we ran, we tried to run the ball, a play that's worked for us all season, and we didn't block it very well. And uh, they blew it up. And so there, we just had to sit there and watch four, the last four seconds run off the clock and not score. So that hurt big time, right? Then we start the third quarter off with an onside kick, get it. And you think after all these onside kicks, these guys will be ready for them, but I don't know. But yeah, we got another one. And then uh, we went right down and had a chance to score early in the third quarter and we got stuffed again at the goal line uh i think it was fourth and goal and carter got uh denied there right on the one right at the one maybe like the six inch line and and so twice we were down inside the one and couldn't punch it in and that, you know obviously that's pretty frustrating right um but the defense kept fighting kept keeping us in the game and it was late in the third quarter and uh they throw a pass it was in traffic it hits their guy in the chest and as it's, as it's bouncing off his chest, Dylan hits him, and that causes the ball to kind of go up and back a little bit. And I think it was Fulton dove and caught the interception. So we're thinking we got the ball midfield. Here we go again, a chance with great field position to go try and take the lead or tie the game. And out of nowhere, here comes a flag, you know, and they call pass interference. And I would say overall that was probably the best ref – Reft game we had all season. 
But that one play was huge, man. That was a huge play. Definitely wasn't pass interference. Um, even if you even if you wanted to call contact on Dylan, the ball hit the guy in the chest first. So now the ball's tipped. So pass interference. You can't have pass interference on a tip ball. Correct. So. Yeah, and then the next play, they, they ripped one off and scored to go up 14. Well, in most games, 14 nothing wouldn't be a huge deal. But in this game, it was one of those games, whoever won this game, was gonna, it was going to be a 14 to 10, 10 to 7, you know, some type of close 17-14 game. Defense, both defenses were playing really well. And, um, you know, at that point, then we had to really chase the game. They're heading into the fourth quarter, and... We just didn't get it done, you know. So, but it was a much closer game. It was seven nothing, almost through three quarters. So, it was tough, man. You go out there on two walkthroughs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after playing two physical games before that, obviously a really physical game on Tuesday, and and, uh, and losing a couple key guys, it was a tough ask. Our guys went out there and played their butts off, but. Again, you know, we will test our resolve here and head into homecoming here the last week of the season and, and see if we can go out there and end the season on a high note. But I was really proud of the guys. And, and, you know, and our player of the game here, Dylan Jones, really stepped up and helped our team, you know, and I'll, I'll kind of let you lead into that. But I look forward to talking about Dylan here for a minute. Yeah, you know, we had two games, so we want two players of the week. And um, you named Dylan Jones, who... You know, normally he's a wide receiver cornerback, but had to step in there. Uh, another running back had, had a little injury, Mesador, um, who we just talked to. So another guy steps in, fills in a spot, and, and steps up. Um, you know, Dylan had about 88 yards on the ground this past Friday, just missing two long runs to score. And, uh, you know, I'll let you talk a little bit about J- Dylan and, and his impact this past Friday, but just just another player to step up when needed you know uh, carter Emanuel's done it multiple times this season james did it against boone and now now dylan jones against winter haven so uh, what ha- what happened when he had to come in the game obviously you know it's not position he's normally playing yeah you don't you don't normally want to throw a guy back at running back with two days of walkthrough you know when he hasn't been repping that at all all season and you're probably thinking, like, why didn't you bring up a young guy? Well, J.J., who has been our number two running back all season, uh, has been out with uh, in, in concussion protocol. So he hasn't he, he wasn't going to be able to play in the Boone game. or So that's really dinged our depth, depth chart there at running back. So really, we used James when we had to, but we tried to let him get most of his burn on defense and then let J.J. be the backup running back. But then J.J. was out, so then James had to do it. Then James went down. We knew if anything happened to James, what were we going to do? Because J.J.'s standing there in street clothes. And uh, at that point, you're talking about, okay, well, we're going to bring up another freshman running back. So, which we did. We had one. Uh, Luca Lombardi was ready to go if needed, but just felt like um, let's just in case get Dylan ready to go in case we need him. And, and also he has the ability to go you know, 80 yards to the house at any time. So anytime he can find ways to get the ball in his hands, you got to do it. And really, after how he played on Friday, really you start thinking, well, dang, we should have probably done this from the get-go. You know, like that might be his true position. I don't know. We'll see yeah. this offseason. So definitely could be like a Debo Samuel type role, right, where he could take handoffs, play receiver, and just be a great athlete on the field. So 
nobody really knew what he would do back there. You know, you don't know. It was, you have to have a certain kind of mindset to play running back. You know, it's not for everybody, right? Almost like quarterback, right? Like anybody could throw the ball, but when people are trying, 11 dudes are trying to tackle you sure. and rip your head off, well, then you find out who really wants to be quarterback. And that's the same thing at running back. Not everybody's want to run up in there. No, and, sometimes and they get hit by eight, eight guys, yeah. right? So it, it's not for everybody. And I've seen lots of kids think they could and then, and then they don't. So you never know. We didn't really know, even know what we would get when we put him in. We got him a couple handoffs early just in case to kind of get him in, settled into the game. And, and on the opening drive, he dang, he ripped a couple nice eight, nine-yard runs, and he almost safety made a shoestring tackle. He almost went to the house on one early, on the first drive. So we're like, okay, he's going to be able to help us tonight. So we were playing them both up to that point. But then when James got dinged up, and the trainer's like, you know, it's probably going to be best for James not to come back into this game. All right, Dylan had to be the guy the rest of the game. And, man, he put on a show, man. There was another one in the second half. This would have, I think it was, actually, no, it was right before halftime. It was like two, I think it was like two plays before Timmons caught the long ball. Dylan comes squirting out on a stretch play, and the receiver was just trying to finish blocking the guy in, and, and, and Dylan went to cut out, and for they just kind of caught each other. And it tripped Dylan up, but Dylan was gone. And we're all like, oh, my God, you know, that was a touchdown. So it was, uh, it was awesome, man. Like, just to, um, you know, his numbers weren't, like, out of this world. And we obviously we didn't get over the, the goal line. So if you just looked at the stat line, you would be like, you know, those were, why, you know, why is he player of the game or whatever. But to understand the full scope of the situation, to go out, they have to go out there on two days of walkthrough and play running back, and then to play as well as he did, it was inspiring. A lot, it inspired a lot of the guys. You know, like we needed that juice that he was bringing uh, to have a chance to compete in that game, and uh, he brought it, and it, it was awesome to see. You know, and I really love that form because he's kind of been in and out of like trying to figure out his true role this year and and um he i think he really needed this moment for himself right for like i am i can be this good i am this good and if i just put commit myself fully this off season i can be special and i think that's kind of that i think we had that moment on friday so i'm excited to i'm excited to see him move forward from here that's good stuff well congratulations to our second player of the game for this week, the Lime Fresh Mexican Grill player of the week, uh, Dylan Jones, and uh, for his performance as the Lions took on Winter Haven. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, our sponsor, Dr. Vonda Wright, is going to join us for our next segment. Uh, you're listening to Exit 13 Sports, Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, Dr. Vonda Wright. Dr. Vonda Wright is Lake Nona's elite orthopedic sports medicine surgeon and has cared for athletes and active people for more than 20 years. University of Pittsburgh football, Pittsburgh Penguins, Olympic teams, PGA tournaments trust Dr. Wright. Dr. Wright treats active people of all ages and skill levels using minimally invasive orthopedic techniques. Located in Lake Nona Performance Club, call today for same day, next day, and telehealth appointments at 407-965-4114. That's 407-965-4114. 
800-242-4114. Want to vote but think you don't have the right photo ID? You have lots of choices. For free help with your voter ID questions, call Vote Riders at 844-338-8743. That's 844-338-8743. Or go to voteriders.org slash Florida. Nona.fm Music Variety. Better Nona, better you. The 1960s. Let the word go forth. Now is the time. Ladies and gentlemen. And the 1970s. People have got to know whether or not their president is a crook. They're being held hostage. Two of the most influential decades of the 20th century. I'm Stephen Stone, and each week we'll relive those magical musical memories with the artists that made them and a whole lot more. Join me for the Stone Man Dance Party every Saturday night from 6 to 9 p.m. right here on Nona.fm. Music variety, better Nona, better you. We are back with the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. Join the conversation at 407-553-NONA. Now here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. You're the whole world and the world is mine. All right, we are back. You're listening to Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. And we're excited. We actually have Dr. Vonda Wright getting ready to join us. She's on the phone. Dr. Wright, are you there? I am. How are you guys? I haven't talked to you for a while. Oh, my gosh. We're doing great. Happy Halloween to you. Um, hope everything has been going well. I know last week you had your rescheduled grand opening for your orthopedic practice over there at the Lake Nona Performance Club. How did that go? You know, it took an act of nature to stop us the first time, but this was worth it. You know, we had a huge crowd, 200 people, and it really felt like a celebration and a party on our third floor of the performance club. So, you know, we had lots of community people. We had uh, all leaders from the community. But, you know, most importantly, we had lots of patients and neighbors, and it was just great to all be together and celebrate our brand-new space. So just for the next couple of minutes, why don't you share with those listening what your practice will has available? What do you offer for uh, the, the community, whether it be for specifically orthopedic injuries or is there any other services that, that you also offer there, you know, potentially PT or do you kind of coordinate with the performance club um, for those types of things? Uh, what, what all can people expect if they visit your orthopedic office well i'm so glad you've uh given me the opportunity to talk about it because you know we take care of athletes and active people of all ages and skill levels from you know really little bitty kids all the way up through high school college professional and weekend warriors everybody who just wants to use mobility as a tool for not only fun but uh performance and uh, health. So, you know, I'm a, I've been a sports doctor a long time. I do shoulder, hip, and knee arthroscopy. Um, and, you know, I was one of the first hip arthroscopists in the country, which is the technique where we can actually fix hip problems that previously we couldn't through tiny little scopes. So that's an exciting thing to bring here to Lake Nona. The other thing that the crowd really loved at our opening was I do a, a new technique of uh, arthroscopy using, instead of standard arthroscopes, which are small and minimally invasive anyway, but my scopes are so small 
upset. They don't even take incisions. Uh, patients can't be awake under local if they want, which means there's not all those side effects of anesthesia. As recovery is rapid, you know, by, by Friday or Saturday after a Wednesday surgery, they're really uh, getting back to what they love. So that's a really exciting thing to bring here. The other thing we bring, two more things we bring, um, include orthobiologics. I do lots of PRP, which is using your body's own healing potential uh, to heal itself. And we do a form of, uh, for lack of a better word, stem cell matrix called MFAT, where I actually take some of the uh, person's own fat, which contains cells and matrix and growth factors, to heal their sports injuries. So that's really kind of a cool technology. And then finally, David, you're right. We have physical therapy. Um, I brought with me an elite performance therapist that I originally stole from the Ohio State. His name is Dr. Bat Lopez. He worked with me in my uh, big practice in Atlanta. And then when I moved here, I said, Matt, we have to reproduce the elite sports medicine that we had in our previous practice here. So he's here with us on the third floor and actually uh, has already taken care of many Lake Nona athletes. So we're just thankful to be here, thankful to serve uh, the athletes of this region. And, um, you know, we're getting busy. But that's what we love, to take care of people. Hey, Dr. Wright, it's Coach J-Rob. How you doing? Good. How are you? I, I'm doing great. But I, I thought when we started the show, I thought you were back here making tacos over here at Lime. And I was oh. like, dang, she's... <laughs> really talented like she's a doctor and she can make tacos before the show but then i realized it was halloween and it's oh. just uh an employee at lime he was back there making tacos so <laughs> yeah you know well, you're everywhere hilarious. that's hilarious <laughs> you're pretty awesome you know i'm pretty sure if you did make tacos they would be they would be awesome well you know what i'd give it my best try <laughs> Well, we appreciate you. I know you've seen a couple of our athletes here this season. Hopefully, next season yeah. we won't have to send you any. Uh, but we do well, appreciate you know that you take care of them when you do. What'd you say? I said it's a collision sport, but you know, thanks, thanks for uh, letting me part be part of that team when they're, you know, it's it's a it's a team between me and you and your staff and the kids' parents. I mean, it takes everybody to get a kid back. So. Right. And, you know, we do partner with Nemours and everything. So, you know, a lot of times they're referred there first, but I think it's nice to have somebody in town that uh, if they want a second opinion or if they, you know, want to go somewhere else, they have the option to. And then, you know, the fact that you do it at such an elite level, that's nice to have here in our community. So thank you very much for working with our guys. You know, everybody who's interacted with you has had nothing but positive, positive things to say. And they, and they were, uh, well taken care of and excited that you know they were able to find somebody like that so thank you so much for being there for us oh coach it's my pleasure thank you so much what what injuries are you seeing not in addition to the lake nona football program but uh sports injuries whether it be football or any of the fall sports that are going on right now and that have been going on since you know early in the school year uh around the central florida area is there is there something you see you know that's more common or is it kind of, you know, you, you get all kinds of injuries um, in your office? Well, you know, we do get all kinds of injuries, but specifically in the fall season, I've seen um, with the collision sports that are going on right now, I see a lot of shoulder dislocations, both anterior, where they where a kid is falling, he puts his 
hand out the front, lands on a shoulder, it pops out. I've also seen several posterior shoulder instabilities where, you know, the offensive guy locks out his arm um, and so it gets pushed out the back. So we've seen a lot of those. The good news, I told a kid today, the good news is just because you have shoulder instability and we repair it, it doesn't mean your football career is over. And then I walked him over the wall and I showed him the picture of, a, of an NFL center named Mike McGlenn. He was my very first um, University for surgery when I was really young in my practice, fixed his shoulder. He went on to play 13 years as a center in the NFL. So one major injury does not keep you out. The same is true with ACLs, right? I've seen a lot of ACLs. It's a pretty common injury in collision sports and in non-collision sports. But with the right kind of surgeon, the right kind of graft, and most importantly, really meticulous therapy that not only brings you back to standard, but makes you even stronger than you were before, the kind that Matt Lopez uh, provides at Houston Orthopedics in my office. I mean, there's barely a penalty when you have an ACL and go to the NFL combine and the post-soccer players. So any parents listening, I know it's hard. I'm I'm a parent of a lot of athletes. It's really hard when your kid gets hurt, but it doesn't mean their dream is over. It just means we have more hard work to do. Right, right. And, you know, you, you talk about injury and coming back from an injury. It takes hard work after the fact where the kid, uh, family, everyone involved has to, to invest in, and put some time and energy into um, the recovery process. We actually just had a question from someone here um, at Lyme. The question was, do you um, have – part of your practice is preventive care or is that something that you guys don't necessarily um, take care of? So I'm, I'm assuming like different types of activities, movements that potentially could prevent injury. Um, is that something that you have available in your practice? And if not, what are potentially some suggestions that you would have for parents or athletes listening? Well, I'm thankful this person asked the question because my approach to orthopedic sports care is not just putting metal in a joint, right? My approach is really whole person. So if I get a kid in who has knee pain and I do my exam and I find that they have a weak butt and core and that their knee is going to get into a dangerous ACL position, we talk about that and we talk about how do you prevent ACL? What are the strong muscle groups? We may put them in a preventive ACL program at the performance club or with our therapist. The same goes with shoulder care, you know, uh, throwing athletes. It's not enough just to be skilled and to get the ball uh, into the right pocket, if you will. But you have to maintain your shoulder rotator cuff muscles. It's just not going to happen. So we line kids up for all of those preventive things. And frankly, their parents too, if a parent comes in, middle-aged person with aches and pains, we don't just stop at the joint. I talk about how we're going to address your nutrition, the amount of protein we need. Um, how do we prevent these things by getting strong through the whole body? So I am a whole person orthopedic surgeon, plus we can fix the injury. So I'm really glad somebody uh, asked that question. And all they need to do to find out more is ask. We're happy to tell you all about it if you call our office. Yeah, and we're we're definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna have you come in to our parent meeting going into spring football. I think it'll be important to 
touch on some of those things for the good of the group, you know, from a preventative yep. standpoint in the nutrition. Sometimes it's it gets tuned out when the coach says it's kind of like a parent saying, you know, take out the garbage, you clean your bed, blah, 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 blah. And you just expect the parents yep. to say that all the time, do your homework. Yeah. Um, but to have somebody come in who's a well-renowned professional in that field, I think it'll be, it'll carry more weight. So definitely, we'll be definitely reaching out to you if, to have you come in and do that for us. Oh, we'd be so happy to. So I don't know if you're aware of this, Dr. Wright, but I saw the picture from the other night at your your grand opening, but you have a Lake Nona graduate that works in your office, Natalia. Did you know oh, about yes. that? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, I do. She is the key person in our office. Yeah, so we're we're really excited to, to see um, Natalia. Uh, her maiden name was Rua. I don't know if she goes by her married name, but she just got married not too long ago, so congratulations to her and husband. And uh, it's, it's always exciting to see uh, students from Lake Nona High School um, still in the community and giving back, whether it be um, through a job, uh, maybe it's some volunteer organizations that, that they're giving back. But it's, it's always really cool for me as an educator, obviously, to see, see these students becoming adults and, and, and making an impact, um, obviously, in a positive way. So... Well, we're so thankful for you joining us. We're going to have one more show next week, and we'd love for you to be able to join us one last time before we wrap up the fall or the football season for 2022. And, and we're just so thankful for your support of us and what we're trying to do with all of the Lake Nona athletics. Um, so, so thank you. And, uh, Coach, if you want to say anything real quick before we let her go. Yeah. Hey, Doc, why don't you come do it live with us next week? You know, let's have, I will. We'll come over here and eat a couple tacos and hang out for a few minutes. Maybe I'll make the tacos. Oh. Just so it's <laughs> well, you know, it won't be Halloween, so I don't know if you'll be able to get back there with your, with your scrubs on, but that's so you might funny. Have to put well, a lime shirt so on. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, and you have a wonderful evening. Okay. Bye now. Bye bye. All right, so we're going to have a quick overtime session of the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson show uh, as we still need to talk Evans, so we'll, we'll, we'll try Homecoming, to, baby. We got homecoming. Do we want to take a break or just want to keep going? I think we'll just knock it out. So Let's do it. Um, this week's homecoming, homecoming kicked off this past Saturday with yep. the annual homecoming parade. I'm assuming you guys participated yes, in that. Yes, we did. All the kids um, walked there as it started at Loria Park, ended over there in the Lake Nona Town Center. Even, even James went out there on his, uh, on his sore board. knee, walked the whole thing, a whole mile. You didn't, you didn't get a ride, dude? They wouldn't let us use a golf cart. Man, Apparently, golf carts are too dangerous for parade. That's the, tough. OCPS, They man. did last year, We got though. some crazy rules now. I'm pretty I don't sure know. they had golf carts in it. Last year, I think Mr. Davis was actually driving one. So. Yeah, well... Well, so Evans I was comes. Definitely told no golf carts. <laughs> the very, Evans very firmly. <laughs> uh, the Evans Trojans come to town. Uh, the Lions looking to even up their record for the season at five and five. Um, I was looking at their schedule. Man, their their schedule was like the gauntlet of high school football. Yeah, they got a tough Florida. one too. Ooh. You know, this is gonna be a battle of two teams that are still standing after playing really hard schedules. Yeah, outside of Oak Ridge High School, every team they've played. Winning record, you got Boone, Ocoee, Seminole, Winter Park, Lake Brantley, Lake Mary, Apopka, all on the Evans schedule yeah, this year. It's tough. Um, so they do come in with a record of 2-7, and seven, but to me, uh, I don't think that record. That yeah, that yeah. really doesn't mean anything. They, gonna, beat, they beat Lake Brantley. 
They beat Lake Brantley. They beat Lake Brantley, and they've and they they've been in some of these games uh, that they didn't pull out. And you'll see, I think Boone, they were a one score. Yeah, game, the games were right? close, absolutely for all of them, um, minus maybe Seminole and. Yeah, Winter so you Park. can't go by the record. The record means nothing. I mean, they're going to be like Ogres. You're going to have lots of. Lots of talent on the field. Um, more specifically, they have a great coach in Kennard Lang. Kennard, yep, coach Lang, I, I coached with them for a minute over at Olympia way back in 2005. Great yeah, guy. Coach Lang yep. is a graduate of Evans High School. He mm-hmm. actually went to school when I played. Um, and, you know, he was a defensive end at Evans High School. He also kicked. That guy kicked the ball. He was a toe kicker. And he... <laughs> When he'd kick off from he's the a 40, big, he's a big human being. it was like a missile. Yeah. That went, I, I could I, see it. Like, if he kicked I, something, it would go far. Yeah, it, it was, was crazy. He also played baseball, believe it or not. Um, just, a, just a great athlete overall. But, you know, Coach Lang is a great human being. I, when I worked at the airport, he was with the Redskins, and he came through there. And uh, just, a, just a great guy. So I'm sure they'll be well coached, um, and they'll come, come ready to ruin homecoming. Yep. So... You know, obviously you got a couple of injuries, but I think the kids that are in those key positions, they're they're well ingrained now. They've been playing a few games, whether it be at the running back position. Obviously, Carter Manuel playing quarterback most of the season. So, what do you anticipate um, this Friday as you know you guys finish the season uh, with homecoming 2022? Yeah, we just um, we we just really just got to be able to get all the healthy guys out there Friday. It's we, we have an outbreak of the flu going on right now too. So it's just been a lot here to navigate the last 10 days. Uh, we, we didn't even practice today because the trying to mitigate the spread here and at least get us to where we have a chance to field a team Friday. So yeah. it's just been a lot. Uh, it's been one thing or another, it's right? Just, yeah. You know, and I think, um, I thought you looked a, light, a little bit more clean today, you know, <laughs> Fresh cut, your hair. I, I had a little time to get a haircut. <laughs> yeah, not looking like a biker mountain man. Um, yeah, I think, you know, uh, we have the resolve. We have guys that whenever we put the ball out there to play, they're going to go out there and play hard. So I'm not worried about that. We just need to get a couple of days of practicing and get ready for, for Evan's scheme. But at this point, we are who we are, right? And um, we've been able to fix some of our issues over the season, and some of the issues have kind of remained. So we just have to try and mitigate those as much as possible. We, it'll be a great opportunity for our young guys to get some, some playing time here and, and to step into roles that they weren't necessarily doing at the varsity level here early in the season. We should get J.J. back this week as well, which will help. And, um, you know, and another chance for Carter to go out there and move forward too in his career. You know, another start under his belt. So excited for it. Um, homecoming is always a special time, right? It's one of the couple of games that you remember, no matter how far down the road you go, right? You always remember homecomings. You always remember senior nights. And uh, we had a great senior night, so we need to go out here and have a great homecoming and finish this thing up strong. And I, and I know we will. All right, well, it's been uh, a good show here. We have two players of the week after a tough three games over eight days slate. And uh, looking forward to homecoming 2022 this Friday as Evans comes to Lake Nona. Game time will be 7 p.m. Just a reminder, you can listen to Friday's contest live here on Nona.fm. We'll start our pregame show at 6.30 and we will stream the game live at 7 p.m. So looking forward to another great Friday night. Yep. You here. guys are doing a great job, by the way. I appreciate that. Uh, I listened that. to the pregame show. I think it was the Freedom game. Maybe it was the Oak Ridge game. 
And I thought you guys were doing a great job. Obviously, nobody here is you know, <laughs> broadcast a lot of football games before, so everybody's learning on the fly. But I think you guys are doing a great job. Really appreciate you guys covering us, the interest you've shown in our program, coming out to practice. That's time out of your own personal lives that you give up to come out there and interact with the kids and get voiceovers and stuff for the interviews for the pregame show. Just really appreciate it. And uh, I know we got one more show, but I just wanted to express how thankful we were and how awesome it's been to have you guys included in our program man appreciate you very much it's been a lot of fun and you know being a coach for a long time and then having to step away for you know um just in professional life to be able to be a part of the football program in any way possible to me is great obviously um curtis partridge with nona.fm and his um assistant producer i think it may be associate producer she gave me a little look there um, she, she pretty much is the boss, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's definitely she's here. definitely Gabby, running Gabby's the show. Holding it down for sure. Um, she's running the show for for everybody, but you know we're thankful for them. And you know I, I think this is only the beginning of, of where this can go for Lake yeah. Nona athletics, yeah, Lake Nona for football. Sure. Um, we obviously would like to have uh, other members of the community in the business world. Um, help yeah, I think, support us. I think we'll us. be able to work on that now that we got some samples to take yeah. out there and and. and uh, something tangible to show and, and introduce to people. I think we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have a chance to secure some of that here. Yeah, during and I, this offseason. I think if we can make that happen long-term, this, this can definitely be even bigger and better. Um, you know, we all have our day jobs, of course. Right. And if we were able to do this as our day job, that would be amazing. And I think we could really um, expand what we are trying to do with Lake Nona athletics. So, but as Rome, you know, wasn't built in a day, so we're definitely, um, you know, we're having a, gr- a great time and a blast and being able to just experience football and talk to the kids, the great kids with the program. And then uh, as the fall season winds up, uh, we're looking at basketball and potentially other sports here um, in Lake Nona. And then, you know, maybe one day we expand to the youth sports and, you know, sky's, crazy. sky's the limit on what we can do here. So uh, really excited once again. Uh, we're so thankful to Lime Fresh Mexican Grill right here uh, next to Lake Nona High School off Narcusi Road. Uh, thank you, Dr. Wright, for joining us uh, and supporting us throughout this football season. And next up is Friday Night Football. This Friday on uh, at 7 p.m., we'll start our pregame show at 6.30 right here on Nona.fm. As always, you can download the Nona.fm app wherever you don't download apps. You can also listen to the podcast of the show as well as the um, previous game from Friday night and many other podcasts there on the Nona.fm podcast network and you can download those anywhere that you download podcasts. Uh, Once again, uh, this has been the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. On behalf of Coach Jason Robinson, this is David Grimm. With Exit 13 Sports, you guys have an amazing evening and happy Halloween. Thank you for listening to the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. Join us next Monday at 7 p.m. on Nona.fm. You can catch up on missed episodes by searching for Nona.fm Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, where you listen to podcasts. Executive producer Curtis Partridge, associate producer Gabriella Perez Ortiz. On behalf of Coach Robinson and David Grimm, have a good evening. Lake Nona High Football Nation. You're the whole world and the world is mine.